news and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. This is WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. I'm clapping. Rob Center's fabulous, sir, than ever. We very much appreciate his help and hard work. He's one of the PDs up here and keeps the Phillies schedule and the Seals schedule and the Steelers and Eagles schedule straight. I don't know how he does it, but uh, he's got a lot on his plate. And Bucknell will add them to the mix. So we appreciate his help and hard work all the time in every operation up here. On the news line with us now, Denise Kaufman is talking to us. She's a Valley resident, and we're going to talk to her about her experiences over at the Thyram Humphrey Center for for breast health. Denise, thank you so much for calling in. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we are painting the Valley Pink, which means we're calling attention to the need for more education and information related to breast cancer and uh, breast cancer screening and diagnosis and treatment and sometimes surgery and follow-up and, and really just the comprehensive holistic care that you get up at Thyram Humphrey Center for Breast Health. That is at Evangelical Community Hospital, and uh, so we're raising that up and talking about that uh, today. So let's uh, let's begin with... With the end in, in mind, how are you doing now? You've been treated for breast cancer. Explain where you are in your continuum and how you're doing today. Sure. So, yes, I was diagnosed in November of 2021, and um, today I am cancer-free and doing very well. I still take uh, medication daily um, and, of course, continue to have follow-ups, but doing very well. Thank you. All right. So you've been treated at Thyron Humphrey Center for Breast Health. Uh, you knew early uh, early on that uh, you were in a higher risk group. So let's switch all the way back to the beginning. Take us through uh, your suspicions and or just, I guess, concerns initially, and then tell us uh, how, how the diagnosis and treatment and genetic testing proceeded. Sure. So I have a family history of breast cancer on my dad's side of the family, had some great aunts and some of my dad's cousins that had breast cancer. And then my own aunt, my dad's youngest sister, was diagnosed in 2012 at the age of 42 with breast cancer. So I started screening mammograms um, well before the age of 40 because of the strong family history. And um, I went in November of 2021 for just a routine mammogram, and they saw some calcifications on that mammogram, which um, then led to additional views and a biopsy, and that's when they found my own breast cancer. Now, early on, genetic testing a factor in uh, what was happening with you, so explain how that factored in. Yes. So when I had the diagnosis, um, they recommended an MRI of both breasts just to make sure there was nothing else going on other than what they were seeing on the mammogram and also the genetic testing, um, which for me was negative. So that was a, a positive thing, and that helped us to determine how we were going to do the treatment. And for some folks, when you find out that you have any sort of an anomaly on an x-ray or an exam or a test result, some folks like to worry, some folks take these things in stride, explain uh, where you were <laughs> on that scale and uh, how how they may have helped you get through that time. Sure. So when they called and said they saw calcifications on the mammogram and wanted to do additional views, I really didn't think too much about it. I didn't know the significance of the calcifications at that time, 
But when I went back in for the additional views and then they called me back to the office and said, we want to schedule you for a biopsy, I remember saying, okay, so should I be worried? And, you know, of course, like anything else, until you get the results, you really don't know. They gave me some information that said 80% of the time microcalcifications are benign, but I do remember thinking, well, 20% though is still a high percentage that are not benign. Um, But I had the biopsy done and three days later they called me with the results, but they were very reassuring from the beginning. The DCIS, the ductal carcinoma in site two that I had, um, she told me right away that it was non-invasive, that it was 100% curable, that it would likely mean surgery and radiation, but not chemo. So I got some really good news along with the bad news, if that makes sense. Right. Well, of course, yeah, the, the tough news is that you have the cancer, but the good news is that uh, this uh, treatment is uh, pretty darn successful. So uh, just uh, you can't go into too many details, but explain what those treatments entailed and how you went through that. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I had the lumpectomy surgery in January, and then I followed up with an appointment with the oncologist and was prescribed medication, which I continue to take today. And then I started radiation treatments on Valentine's Day, February 14th. I had those five days a week for four weeks. Happy Valentine's Um, Day. (laughs) Right, right. Finished those up in March, and then when I saw oncology again in April, you know, things look good. They got clear margins on the surgery, and so... Um, yeah, cancer-free today. Wasn't that fantastic? Yeah, everybody's smiling who's listening now, so we think that's uh, great stuff. Throughout all of this, uh, Evan offers counseling and support groups and things like that. Is that the kind of thing that you ever availed yourself of? Uh, We certainly are aware that those services are offered. Sure. So I actually did not. I did reach out to the counselor, and then we kind of decided... not to go through with an appointment at that time, but they were always available if I needed it. Um, I I really had a lot of peace about it from the beginning. I think, you know, the reassurance that they gave me along with the diagnosis, and I'm a Christian, I have a strong faith, and I um, I really did feel peaceful about the entire thing, but that was certainly there were resources available if I needed them. I always think of the the prayer that uh, people offer up that says, you know, that uh, uh, that God inspires doctors and physicians and and, uh, nurses and staff and counselors and people to help us sometimes, you know, and that's that's where your faith is born out and the people that uh, you you end up surrounded with. All right, well, we're just about out of time on our opportunity to talk to you today. Anything you would like to tell our audience? Maybe I didn't ask you something about your experiences. I think the important message is just to get the screening mammograms for myself. I didn't have any symptoms, any lumps, any pain, anything to indicate that there was an issue going on. And so I'm just very thankful that, you know, we have the technology um, and a simple test once a year can find those things early and it can make a big difference in the outcome. And I'm just really thankful and grateful to, you know, the wonderful care that I received and for an early diagnosis. 
All right. Well, we wish you nothing but the best of luck in the future dealing with this. And uh, sounds like you're on top of it. A lot of us get all wound up sometimes, myself included. But it sounds like you stayed right on top of this uh, with a good spirit and, and, of course, surrounded yourself with super people at home and at the hospital as well. So we appreciate that. Denise, thank you so much for your information and your help. And uh, I think some inspiring opportunities for folks to step forward, maybe do their screening and so on. So thank you for that today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You bet. Uh, that is uh, Denise Kaufman, one of the Valley residents here, uh, diagnosed with a cancer at uh, Evangelical Community Hospital, and 100% successful treatment uh, appears to be the outcome uh, that she talked about there. Uh, her interview, part of our Paint the Valley Pink initiative, where we're raising up awareness and information and education around breast cancer, encouraging women and men to do self-screening and to to get mammograms after the age of 40 for women and particularly earlier if a high risk category exists and genetic testing and a wide range of screening and uh, well a, a myriad of sophisticated screening options depending upon your exact situation and your body uh, they can take care of you up at the Thyram Humphrey Center for Breast Health at Evangelical Community Hospital always more information about that at evanhospital.com our Paint the Valley Pink initiative involves uh, Pets for Pink and uh, numerous opportunities uh, for outreach, including Cooking Men and Drinks for Pink and uh, more of these interviews coming up on Wednesdays this month. And I believe the first Wednesday of next month we get to do another one. So we're looking forward to that. We got all the information about all about those things I just spoke about at WKOK.com.